0: Is that really what water skiing is supposed to be about? So when people tell me that they want to grow the sport and they're all about growing the sport, I immediately get livid. Because no, you don't want to grow the sport. Look at how we're treating people now. No, don't lie. Ski, Ski or die. 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 Yes, after the first pass all the way through. That you know, was about the best pass we've seen all day. She was not going to be denied. She's a powerful, powerful skier. I you what she is, is, she's really, really strong. Very aggressive. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up, please, for Elizabeth Montevan. Hi guys, welcome back to the Skier Eye Podcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth Montavon, and if you're watching this on YouTube, you'll see that we have a new setup here for our podcast, much more aesthetically pleasing. Oh, Rosie was going to co-host, but she hopped down. So you guys know the rules of the show, but let's go over them in case you're new here. This is an organic show. We have no advertising on this podcast, so we need your help to grow it. Um, If you learn anything today, if we give you a fresh perspective, please, please, please share this with somebody else you think it could help. Um, We need to grow the skier Die community. So today's topic is um, something I have been begged by everybody who's close to me um, to not do so I'm absolutely going to do it. Um, And that is addressing the topic of haters. So first and foremost, I just want to say I don't really like the word haters and I'm going to use a different word for the rest of this podcast because The truth is, haters means that they come from a place of hatred and if there are that many haters out there and there are that many people who are then filled with hate, that means there are a lot of people with a lot of evil inside them. I mean, True hatred is an evil emotion Um, and I really just don't want to believe that there's that many evil people out there, right? Um, I want to believe that there's a lot of good and there's a lot of people on the wrong path, Um, uh, and, and, you know, maybe they're being misguided currently. So I think the more appropriate term to use, because even if you feel like you have a hater or two in your life, right, they probably don't hate you. What they are is they're critics. They're criticizing you. And we live in a society today that for some reason, unbeknownst to me, celebrates critics. When a new movie comes out, we wait to hear what the critics say. When we're looking at a restaurant we go look at the reviews on yelp um when something controversial goes down on facebook we read the comments we have a ridiculous fetish for critics which has inspired everybody to be critical so the reason i wanted to do this episode as it pertains to water skiing and i am recording this against everybody's um, advice. And if Stevie listens back to this and decides it's terrible, it might not ever see the light of day. But if you're listening to this, it means I pulled it off, you guys. The reason I wanted to talk about this is because I have been mad about this for 11 years. 11 years to the almost to the dot. And when you've been upset about something for 11 years, if you've watched any movie ever with a good plot, any superhero movie ever. When somebody is upset about something for 11 years, when they finally get their shit together and decide to tackle what they've been mad about, they're ready. So I'm ready to talk about this one because I've had a lot of time to think about it. So when I was 16, I started traveling to different ski schools to ski with Esteemed pro skiers, esteemed pro coaches. My parents wanted to surround me with people who were better than me to make me better. I mean, as we all know, if you ever watched a video of me skiing ever, I do not have the natural skill set for skiing. It does not happen naturally to me. So I needed a lot of guidance. <laughs> so I spent time at a handful of pretty esteemed ski schools with these people. And what I very quickly found, um, kind of a rude awakening, if you will, is that there are a lot of mean people in this sport, specifically pro skiers and their respective coaches. And I was one of many juniors who were either being brought to ski school every day by their parents or they were left at ski school for a period of time. I was in both situations. One of many junior skiers who was treated terribly by these professional athletes and their coaches, professional, quote, coaches. There were many times where adult conversations were being had directed at us, we were roped into, inappropriate things were asked of us, we were bullied, we were pushed into corners about topics that should not have been discussed about us, with us, or in front of us. And all of this was done, of course, to top it all off in a mean and critical way. And I was one of many juniors who either... Develop severe anxiety, or learn to be mean as a defense mechanism. And if you think about it, if you're an adult now who skied as a junior, or if you are the parent right now of a junior skier, I want you to think about the dynamic you see or have seen in junior skiers. There were two types of skiers. There were the juniors who were quiet and anxious and wanted to do well and were nervous and then there were the junior skiers who were mean to everybody around them to protect themselves i want to tell you where that all comes from and why it's unacceptable and why we have to be better moving forward there is absolutely no reason for conversations about sex drugs, alcohol, any adult activity to be had with minors at ski school led by the coaches or the professional water skiers who are being paid to coach and manage skiers at that facility. It is entirely unacceptable. Those conversations should not happen in front of minors, your junior skiers, but they absolutely should not be directed at these junior skiers and what's worse is you cannot get it right as a junior skier if you're a junior and you decide okay i'm supposed to be an adult now because the cool pros and the coaches are telling me i'm an adult so i'm in a party okay so then you did what you were told well guess what Now you're a wild kid for partying and oh my God, what a handful you must be for your parents. But if you don't participate, you're boring. You're not getting adult experience. You're not gonna be ready for the real world. I have heard it all firsthand and I have seen it with other pro skiers and the juniors they were coaching and the coaches who were coaching everybody in the room. It's not acceptable. And the problem is when you're 16 and 17, you wanna be an adult so goddamn bad that you think it's okay. You think, oh my God, no, this is part of me becoming an adult. Is the people my parents are paying to take care of me, this is them actually looking out for me. They're onboarding me into adulthood. They're saying, hey, no, you should have a couple drinks tonight, even though you're 16. What do you mean you've never tried Coke? Oh my God, what do you mean you've never kissed the boy? But then let me tell you, the minute you turn around and do any of that shit, you're a bad person. You're never gonna be any good. This is why you're skiing bad. Really? Really. And don't even get me started on why this is so wrong, because the coaches, this is their job to coach, right? Like we can all just agree they have failed. Those coaches have failed. But the pro skiers, the ones who go to events, they spend time in the limelight, they shake people's hands, they talk to people, they sign autographs, kids idolize them. Pro skiers, you know better than to bully juniors into doing things that you know they should not be doing. Now listen, I'm not saying that all junior skiers, you know, would have their shit together if it wasn't for these pros and coaches. I'm not saying all junior skiers are just perfect angelic children and they've been led astray only by the water ski school dynamic, because that's not true. Kids are gonna do what they wanna do. I know that, you know that. However, that being said, none of the turbulent time, that is 15, 16, 17, 18, should be acerbated by adults bullying juniors. So I went through that. I could not do anything right at any ski school I went to. And my brother was usually there with me. We're five years apart. So I'm telling you, if I was 17, he was 12. He was 12 and being bullied for not having a girlfriend. What do you mean you haven't slept with anybody? Um, he's 12. Are you kidding me? Those years are when you are very impressionable, very turbulent, and you have no fucking clue what's going on. Let's be honest. When you're 16, 17, you think you know everything. You don't know anything. I'm 27. I still don't know anything. I know maybe like two things. I'm hoping by 30, I know a couple more. But it's not okay. And I went through it pro skiers and their coaches who I read about in Water Ski Magazine. I tear the pages out. I tape them up on the wall. I you know go to tournaments and ask them to sign them. Those people who I idolized made me feel like no matter what I did, I was wrong and I was never going to get it right. And it had nothing to do with skiing. It was all about my personal life. That is not okay. And I developed severe anxiety and depression as a result. I was so scared of people when I was in college, I failed all my classes my first semester because I was too scared to leave my dorm. Because I was so scared of what people could say and do to you. Is that really what water skiing is supposed to be about? So when people tell me that they wanna grow the sport and they're all about growing the sport, I immediately get livid. Because no, you don't want to grow the sport. Look at how we're treating people now. No, don't lie. You want to grow the sport because you want more money in the sport because then if, if there's more people in the sport spending money, the price of everything drops. That's just you know supply and demand, the basic econ. I did do well in that class, so I get it. I get where you're coming from. But if you want to grow the sport, we need to start treating people better. And if you are somebody who has gone through this, I want you to understand you will be okay. You are not alone, but the very first haters, let's say critics, I experienced in my life was that dynamic right there that I just described. That was 11 years ago, and it has taken me 11 years to really step back and look at it and understand it and now know that I am bigger than all of that bullshit. And all those people, all those pros and all those coaches, they know exactly who they are. And I see them at events still. They are still out there in the world. They are still coaching kids and making money from it. And I don't put up with it anymore. So I have this framework that I have decided we are gonna need if we're gonna grow skiing, past where it's at right now, right? First, what I wanna do is I do wanna address the why behind critics. Because I think, personally, I need to understand the why a lot of times to move forward. You know, when Chet teaches me something new on the water, he'll say, do this, and if I don't get it immediately, I'll say, hey, but why? (laughs) And I think it annoys him because he wants me just to do, but I, I like the why. The reason people are critical of you and unfortunately go to the lengths to criticize you and make you aware of how they feel, I've found generally comes from two reasons more more often than not, more specifically. The first being, they are narrow-minded. Their world is small. I come from a small town, so I have seen this one very frequently. Their world is small and they like it. They like that all the parts in it are small and it's kind of always going to be the same nothing's going to change nothing is too um thrilling exciting life-changing they've kind of got it all planned out they planned it out since they were a sophomore in high school and it's small and they like it and you come along and do something just different well now they either have to accept that maybe there is a bigger world out there and they are consciously choosing to not participate in it, which honestly makes them feel bad, right? Nobody wants to be told they're small-minded. Or what you did was just so unsettling that they've reacted, right? It was disturbing to them that you peeled back the veil and showed them that they are small. And let me tell you, there's nothing wrong with wanting a small life, a simple life. I've thought about that all the time. I'm like, you know what? One day, if I just get tired of all this bullshit, maybe I'll just move somewhere quiet and just have a super simple life. There is absolutely nothing wrong with that. Where things go wrong is when they get critical. So number one, the type of critic, is when you upset the expanse of their world too much. It makes them feel bad about themselves. It makes them feel like maybe they're missing out. The second type of critic is the one who came from the same place you came from and you did more and they did less. What that means is they had no excuse. They just didn't execute. Those people do not like being in that situation. They hate it. They resent it and they will act out with force. The people who learn that you achieved greatness or are on the way to greatness and they are doing absolutely nothing, which just means that they are lazy or don't have the discipline or just don't care, will resent you with a vengeance. And I wish that all of that wasn't so complex because we live in a world where younger and younger people are on social media, which means there is multiple channels available to them to receive criticism and they are not primed to handle it. I can tell now right away when I get a message that is not pleasant, if it's coming from a place of you're small minded, or I made you feel bad about your life because I did something else, or they actually have a lot of regret in their life, I can tell now. It's taken me a lot of years to figure that out. That's why I said I've been thinking about this for 11 years. But we have kids who they don't know that framework because they're kids. Which leads me back to my beginning conversation. They are kids. They're not supposed to have this all figured out yet. They're supposed to be turbulent. They're supposed to be discovering. They're supposed to be figuring it out, not have it figured out. So I want you to understand, As cliche as it sounds, if you get criticism a little, a lot, it has nothing to do with you. Nothing makes me more disappointed than when somebody says, hey, do you get like a lot of hate on social media? Because I've just been posting a little bit more about my skiing and I can't believe how many people are in my DMs. Once again, you all wanna grow water skiing? Are you sure? Because that doesn't add up. When things don't make sense, we gotta go back to the beginning. So all of that being said, I do wanna offer a solution. Because while I have been mad about this for a long time, and it's taken me a lot of work on my own to overcome it, learn how to deal with it, because I still do get, ugly DMs, and I probably always will, I want to talk about the solution, right? Because we don't just sit here and bitch and complain on this show. We talk about how things can be better. So let's talk about the solution. And I did not come up with this myself. Um, This is a little tagline that I, I saw somebody say once, and I was like, yep, there it is. We have to work harder and be nicer to people. And what I love about that is it's simple. Simple solutions usually have a lot of potential to be executed upon. So the work hard part means we need to keep pitching in. And if you can pitch in more or you're not pitching in at all, pitch in. We need help at tournaments. We need volunteers. People need help training. If you've got time to give somebody a poll so they can get an extra set, give them a poll. Work harder on your own scheme, because when you work hard, you feel good about yourself. And when you feel good about yourself, you treat people better. So work harder, because it'll make you a better person. And by default, when you are a better person, everybody around you becomes better. Now the second part, which might seem unbelievably straightforward, is be nice to people. Now when I say be nice, I don't mean be a pushover. I, I probably mean more the definition of be kind. Do the right thing. Stand up for your people, damn it. But we have to do more of that. We have to flood our sport with an unbelievable amount of kindness. If we want to make change. And if you've been to any ski tournament, you know that there are people who are so dialed into their skiing, their people's skills might fall off the map a little bit. Hey, you know what? That happens. But to those people, When you are at the tournament, when you do open your mouth, be kind. And you know what? If you are at a tournament and you happen to be around those people, even if they grind your gears, be kind. Because kindness is actually what's going to fix the sport. It's not pouring more money into pro events. It's not convincing more people to buy new skis. It's not asking the boat companies to lower the price so more people can buy boats. It's being kind. And it's working hard with what you've got that is going to change this sport. Now, that being said, because it is a small sport and we cross paths with a lot of the same people pretty frequently, and there are people who are influential and behaving in ways they should not, you need to know when you also need to bite back. There are people who bullied me when I was a junior who do not get away with bullying me anymore. I am willing to bite back. So if you lead with hatred, I'm not going to put up with it. There's a, a really fantastic song lyric that I learned that one from. Um, it's a song by grandson. And the lyric is, they put a bullet, they put a hole in the back of my head and call it, called it a suicide. Woke up with these holes in my hands from the day I was crucified. No more will I let anybody put a bullet in the back of my head And convince me I did it to myself. Never again will you convince me that I deserve to be treated poorly. Because I show up every day, I work my ass off, and I'm kind to everybody I come into contact with, even if I don't like you. And believe me, there are people I don't like. But we have to teach the youth to not accept being treated badly as something that they deserve. It's not okay. And if you are so deeply rooted in being critical, or you are at a point in your life where you think I'm too old to change my ways because that would be embarrassing, I want you to know I feel a lot of compassion for you. And I feel a lot of love for you. If you are self-aware enough to know that you are probably overly critical and you don't want to be this way anymore because it is so goddamn toxic. You can change. Because I promise you, everybody's not as obsessed with you as you think. So you think changing and being kinder might be a big upset to your MO and your reputation. I promise you, nobody really cares. They're too tied up in their own bullshit, you can change. You don't have to be critical forever. You know, on my phone case, I have this um, F. Scott Fitzgerald quote, it's on the back of my case. And the beginning of it is, for what it's worth, it's never too late, or in my case, too early to be whoever you want to be. That right there says it all. If you are the one being criticized, it's not too late to stand up for yourself. And if you are the one being critical, it's not too late to finally be a kind person. And that's why when I get hate and I get criticism, it doesn't phase me anymore because I have lived this massive learning curve and I'm sharing it with all of you and I just don't put up with it anymore. When I find out a junior is being treated poorly, I stand up and when people come at me put them back in their place if need be, or ignore them. Because listen, hate and criticism comes from a place of being disappointed in yourself. That's a you problem, not a me problem. So that is my thought on haters. And if we want to grow the sport, it's got to end. So what I leave you guys with is work hard and be nice to people. And we will change everything. Alright guys, episode's over. Please leave a review and subscribe up on Apple. It would mean so much to me. And if you want to be the first to know about all things ski or die, shoot me a text at 561-468-3603 and we'll get you added to the community.